This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, let's go on a rather, I don't know, um, sort of, uh, I don't know, dis- disjointed journey. <laughs> First of all, I don't like talking about current stuff because one, it's usually involved with like politics and, and, you know, social things and wokeism and all that other stuff, which I really detest. And secondly, it dates the program. And I want these things to be able to reach out, you know, to, to a lot of people, you know, over the years. You know, there's. I try to give good advice, and hopefully, people will will follow it. But you know, lately with with the uh, announcement of the newest version of D and D, I I kind of wanted to to talk a little about that. New D and D versus the OSR. I should say new role playing games versus the OSR, because you know, to me, the OSR is more than just D and D. There's a lot of games of that era. But I'll use that as an example since we had one come out recently. Now, I I don't know. It just, you know, they talk about edition wars. And that happens. And no, no, that's, to me, that's not good. I mean, the best game to play is the one you're playing at the moment. That's the best game for you. That's, and then if everybody followed that, that'd be great. But you know, there's they're they're tearing apart the new one, and you know a lot of the old grogs like like me or not like me rather, uh, you know are grumbling about oh here comes another D and D a new D and D, and I I have a I have kind of a laissez faire attitude about whatever the new shiny is, because gaming is gaming, and if you play you play and you're having fun you're doing it right. So that's kind of my feeling. But at the same time, and of course, as my friend Eric Tenkar says, you know, uh, helpful, was it, uh, this raises all boats, a tide raises all boats, which means that it's good for the OSR too. It probably is. It probably is. 
But I take a little bit of a survivalist view of it because, you know, the OSR, if you think about it, it was something that came out in reaction to fourth edition or maybe even third, fourth edition, I'm going to say. And since then, because people went backwards. Well, you know what? People have been going backwards for a long time. There are old grogs like me who have like 20, 30-year campaigns using first edition AD&D, which is what they started with. So you have that. So there are people out there who have always been OSR, I guess. But there are, I just seem to think there's a lot of people who wish the OSR would go away. And these are usually people who play the current edition or something like that. Or they just get tired of us old grog. You know, a lot of them, a lot of us whine, which I don't understand why. It's all probably part of the edition wars thing. You can't really be very chauvinistic about your flavor of game. Because everybody, everybody plays. And they're enjoying it. They're enjoying what they like. But my survivalist viewpoint comes to the fact that I don't like anybody telling me I, I can't play the way I want to play. And I don't like the idea of people wishing we would go, you know, this kind of stuff would go away. I mean, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. You're enjoying what you're doing. And I just don't, you know, to me, it's like, it's more, like I said, it's more of a survivalist thing. So you got that. And like I said, this is this is rather disjointed this time. So well, what I'm saying is enjoy the new, but don't forget the old if you wanna if you wanna play the old. Because, you know, like for instance, people people talk about being professional DMs. I could never be a professional DM, at least in my opinion, because not that I'm not good at it. I am I happen to think I am a very good game master. But at the same time, I won't play the newest edition for set for a couple of reasons. One, that's more money I have to lay out just to do it, just to make, you know, you got to keep up with it. Second, you got to keep up with it, which is more money. And third, I'm just not enthusiastic about the new editions. I'm sorry. It's just that's the way I am. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel that way. But I just... I don't want them, you know, to me, like I said, it was a survivalist viewpoint. I want us to survive. I want us everybody to play what they want, but I want to play what I want. You know, I get tired of walking into like game stores and things like that and saying, can I run a game? And they say, sure, we've got the books or what may, they may even have the books and everything like that. And it's like, no, I brought my own and I pull out my one AD&D book my DMG, and they're going, oh, um, no, no, nobody's going to play that. Uh, you know, why don't you, play, why don't you play this edition? And that's like, I don't want to play that edition. This is the edition I'm used to, and this is the edition, or whatever it is. It could be a basic D. It could be a clone. It could be some other game altogether. It could be, you know, and in my store, like, I'm not going to say what store it is, but my store, they want you to play what sells, and they're not selling old games and they're not, in fact they're not even selling clones or new clones or anything like that but anyway that's my own gripe but you see what i understand i understand it's nice to have these new things but at the same time don't 
get rid of the old stuff because that's what people like me play. Anyway, that's a rant, and I'm trying not to, you know, sound whiny, but I just sort of wanted to put my position out there since there's a new, you know, a new shiny out there. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And if you want to do a single donation, Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Here's a few other people I want to thank who give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast. Excellent podcast. They're all excellent. Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen, Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.